Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the OSAA podcast, providing you with an in-depth look at the Oregon School Activities Association. Here is your host, Chad Dewing. All right, Chad Dewing here, and I welcome in my good friend, the executive director of the OSA, Peter Weber. Hey, Peter, finally, we have some good news to talk about, and that's that we've had a lot of uh, activities begin, right? Sporting events that are open and kids getting a chance to compete and participate again, which is awesome. Yeah, I know. It's been great. Good to be with you again, Chad. I mean, the, the starting on, on Monday the 1st with, with Season 2, the fall sports, um, you know, cross-country, volleyball, soccer, football getting ready to, to be played here at the end of the week. It's It's been great. Uh, hearing a lot of positive stories, you know, seeing pictures on on social media and Internet and different things about um, kids just having that opportunity to engage with each other, to to engage with their coaches and, and get out there and compete. And from from where we were, you know, a couple of months ago or, or even longer, um, you know, certainly we're celebrating the fact that that's happening, uh, you know, for a number of kids around the state. It's great. Yeah, I, you know, I can only speak for my own experience, Peter, but my son, who is a senior at Columbia River High School in Southwest Washington, in Vancouver, uh, he's now been able to go out and compete in a couple of cross-country runs, and of course, their season just got underway, but, um, and maybe you can speak to this, but what I'm noticing with my son, you know, he was pretty much checked out when it came to school and the distance learning, but what I've noticed is over the last couple of weeks, once practice kicked in and he's really kind of stepped up his running, and now that he's been able to compete and be around some of his teammates and get that type of affirmation, um, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I feel like he's a different person today than what he was a few weeks ago. Yeah, and those are the types of things that we're hearing as well from um, you know schools and parents and, and things, uh, just the, the positive, the uh, kind of life-affirming um, things that they're seeing with their own kids. I mean, we've heard from, from athletic directors and, and coaches this week that, uh, you know, more, more schoolwork is getting done. Attendance is even better. It's, again, as they get into these activities and, and some of the, the requirements that are in place in order for them to participate, uh, but just being able to be back on the fields and courts and, and, and having that opportunity is it's such a positive thing for kids. It's a positive thing for school communities as well. And, and certainly we're excited about that. We, we know that there are still some areas of the state, for example, with volleyball in extreme risk counties that aren't able to play indoors. Uh, and those are things that we're continuing to advocate for as we talk about trying to be equitable with all sports, boys and girls, uh, Title IX concerns that come into play with that. Um, we continue from our staff to work uh, on advocacy with the OHA, with the governor's office, those groups making those decisions to try and provide opportunities for all kids in all activities. And, and we're going to continue that work until that happens. You know, it's, uh, it's been a rough year for, for everyone. And, you know, I, I, I know that your job and what you guys are doing at the OSA has been tough because, you know, every time you come out with a press release or information for students or parents or people in the community, 
you know, mostly it's been bad news because you haven't been able to say it's back on. So, um, but it's important, right, to celebrate these type of, uh, you know, steps along the way, right? We're not back to where we want to be, but progress. We're moving in the right direction. And the numbers across the country would indicate that we're probably going to keep moving in the right direction. That's a good thing. Yeah, that, that, that continues to be our hope. But like you said, Chad, the trending in the right direction, having the opportunity with these season two sports to to get those opened up, to have the uh, kids out there, you know, playing and practicing and, and participating. And again, setting the stage for seasons three and four uh, by doing things, you know, the way they're supposed to be done with the mitigation protocols and following all the, the mandates and directives from the state. So I, I think those things are great. Uh, we certainly want to, uh, you know, take a, a quick step back and a, and a deep breath and say, hey, that's great. We want to celebrate that. And then the work continues, uh, as I mentioned, on all the other activities as we prepare for seasons three and four and, and making sure that all kids have access to those things. It's Peter Weber, executive director of the OSAA. I'm Chad doing this is the OSAA Today podcast. Uh, what are some of the challenges right now? Um, because the reality is, is that with some of the sports, uh, spectators are still not a part of the process, which makes it impossible for parents to be able to go and watch some of the events. Yeah, and that's probably the biggest issue right now that we're continuing to communicate with, with OHA and the governor's office about. Um, you know, the, the venue capacity limits that are set based on whether it's an indoor or an outdoor event uh, and the county risk levels really set those numbers of who's allowed in the venue. Uh, so, for example, in, a, in an extreme risk county um, with, with a soccer match, there, there's 50 people outside that can be at that event. Well, that includes the players. It includes the players and the coaches and the officials. So once you have both teams and all those people there, not a, not a lot of room left over potentially for uh, any type of spectators, which obviously you know creates issues. I think our schools are getting very creative and working with um, different groups, you know, the NFHS network to be able to try and stream events. A lot of schools have, have put cameras in and things like that. I know I was watching a, a JV volleyball match last night uh, for my niece at, at one of the schools uh, and, and being able to do that. It certainly doesn't replace being able to be there on site, um, but those are some of the restrictions that are in place from the governor's office and OHA and certainly OSA schools. Um, you know, need to adhere to that. And I think schools on an individual school and district basis are, are doing the best they can within those parameters to provide opportunities um, when they're able to within the numbers. Specifically for football, uh, in a higher extreme risk county, uh, the governor's office in OHA has prohibited spectators uh, from those events. Now, if you're in a moderate or a low, uh, then those numbers increase and there's potential uh, for spectators. And again, school districts are working through that, navigating those situations and how they can provide those opportunities. We're, we're very hopeful that, that those uh, capacity limits could be adjusted here in the near future uh, to provide more access uh, because we know that's critical. That's important for kids. It's important for families to have that opportunity. But under the current directives, um, that's, what, that's what we're working within now. Well, I appreciate the update. Uh, one other final note that I want you to touch on we're going to be running the information again uh, next week on the radio station, 620 Rip City Radio. We've talked about it before, but I think we got to touch on it again. Um, the need for volunteers, for officials, and, and why that's important. Where can people go and sign up if they want to participate? Yeah, officials is a, is a big deal. You know, as we get these contests back going uh, for, for season two this week, 
looking at our volleyball, our soccer, and our football numbers, um, you know, we're down anywhere from from 25 to, to 40 percent over the officials that we've had in years past. And, and even in years past, those numbers were declining. So um, newofficials.org is the website where anybody who's interested can go on, fill out just a, a, a couple pieces of information, and we'll put them directly in touch with the officials association in their area for whatever activity, whether it's football, soccer, volleyball, if you want to be a baseball or softball umpire or basketball or wrestling official later in the year, anything that, that you're interested in, we're going to try and get you involved uh, so that we can provide those opportunities for kids. Already we've seen, you know, schools that that have had to, you know, change schedules and be really flexible because there simply aren't enough officials to cover all the contests. So, uh, newofficials.org will, will, will get you where you need to be, and we can get you involved. It's a great way to to give back to to the sport, and, and you know, stay in shape, get involved. You make a little money in the process, and and help support you know schools and communities. All right, and of course, you can check out the website osa.org for any other information that we did not cover in our podcast today. Peter, uh, always a pleasure to catch up. Um, I uh, I thank you for the update, and you and I will talk in the very near future. Okay, thanks, Chad. Be well. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.